Hello, I'm Diana Castro and you've tuned in to Leaders with a Mission. And today I have a story that will really amaze you. Someone who's going to help you awaken your faith. So if you are a woman in business, this video is for you. Let me introduce you to someone who's close to my heart. Her name is Marilyn Rosell. She is a breast cancer survivor, awakening woman to live by faith and freedom rather than fear. She's a passionate about empowering women to unapologetically prioritize themselves and live a life of purpose. She's a women's empowerment expert, speaker, coach, information technology leader, and a humanitarian. And with you, this wonderful human I have here. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. Thank you for this great introduction. So tell me a little bit about you and I opened with Cancer Survivor, right? Because I think that's, his, that's your inception story. That's when your world changed. And I feel like it is such an important part of your journey. There was a before and after. Can you share with us what that was like? Absolutely. And really what you said is correct. I feel like that my cancer journey was sort of a rebirth moment. You know, it's as if I buried the old version of me or said goodbye to the old version of me and just welcome this new person who was starting all over again. So yes, I'd be happy to. So about four years ago, I was going about my normal business. <laughs> Everything was doing well. I went for just a routine annual mammogram. And about three days later, I got a call and I received those, wow, four words that nobody ever, no woman ever wants to receive you have breast cancer. Oh my God. And I remember this moment as if it was just yesterday. I remember freezing, wasn't sure of what I heard. And so I go, what? And doctor repeated, I'm sorry, Marilyn, but your biopsy came back and you have breast cancer. At that moment, my entire world came tumbling down, as you can imagine. You know, first of all, I was in de complete denial. I'm like, I can't possibly have breast cancer. I don't have a family history. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I'm not overweight. I eat well. As a matter of fact, I only eat organic foods. That can't be. So I immediately went for a second opinion. And maybe about a week later, sat in the doctor's office just to hear the original diagnosis that was given to me. And at that point, Diana, I felt this wave of fear just take me over. I had never felt this type of fear before. All of a sudden, my world felt like it was ending. I said, oh my God. And you know, most people, when you hear the word cancer, first thing that comes to mind is death. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna die. And I'm my kids, and I've got all these things that I wanted to do, and my new grandson, I just couldn't bear the thought of leaving them behind. And so I've got to say it was the worst, the worst time of my life because the next three months that followed, I went into a deep depression. I stopped talking, I stopped eating, I stopped sleeping, pretty much gave up on life. And I remember being at the doctor's appointments with my family who was very supportive and just letting them speak for me. I didn't want to say anything. I gave up completely. What was the turning point that, like, where you said, 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm done with this. This diagnosis can say whatever it says. I'm choosing my power back. When was that moment? Oh, yes. That moment I was laying down in bed. I had just started chemotherapy. Again, everyone's speaking for me. I'm not talking. My son, who was 21 at the time, walks into the room and he says, Mom, can I talk to you for a minute? I said, sure. And he says, Mom, you know how you always tell me that no matter what happens in life, to never, ever give up? I say, yeah. He says, well, mom, I think it's time you take your own advice because ever since you've gotten this diagnosis, you've done nothing but given up on yourself and given up on us. And then he walked out of the room. (laughs) It hit me. (laughs) You can feel that energy, right? it It was as if God was speaking through him. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Because first I felt bad. I was a little embarrassed because yeah, all these years I always told my kids I'd never ever give up in life. And here I was and I was not, definitely not being the example. So now I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh, he's so right. And yet I, I didn't know what to do. But the next day, I think I had an opportunity to sleep on it. I woke up with a completely different mindset because I was determined to prove to my son that what I had told him all, all these years was in fact true. So I'm like, you know, I can't let him think that I'm giving up because, yes, I want him to know that you don't give up. But then what am I going to do? Because I don't really want to go on. Seriously. But because I had the intention of wanting to turn things around, I decided that, you know what, I'm going to do what I need to do. I didn't know what I needed to do. But what I did is I enrolled everybody and asked for support, contacted my pastor, went back to church, called my friends and said, look, I I don't know how to do this, but I realized that I want to live. I want to live for my kids. I want to live for my eight-month-old at the time grandson, and I'm not going to give up. And if I'm, but if I said I'm gonna that afraid. fight, yeah, I was like, yeah. I feel like it was like, I'm, if I have to go, I'm going to go kicking and screaming. Like, I'm not going to let this like take over. You know, over. I was still afraid, but I knew I couldn't just give up. I didn't want to give up anymore. And then I realized, you know, there's a lot that I, I want to live for. I'm not done with life. You know, I want to travel. I want to give back. I'm not ready to make my exit. So I've got to figure out a way. So I enrolled people that were really supportive of me. And I remember, you know, as a Christian, I really, uh, I have this pastor that I listen to. I love listening to him and Pastor Wick Ryan. And I remember listening to a sermon and he said, you know, fear and faith cannot coexist. You're either living in fear or you're living in faith. And it's really your choice. But the spirit of fear does not come from God because there's a scripture that I love that says for God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and of a sound mind. So I realized that my fear was not from God. And I said, if it's not from God, I don't want it. I got to get rid of it. So I went on a mission to really overcome my fear because that's the reason why I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I gave up. Right. And I wanted to trust. I wanted to know that, hey, it's not over yet. So I started on a ritual. Little by little, I started practicing uh, certain activities really to help support me, primarily prayer. Every day I would pray. And then I started um, 
doing some meditation, just a number of activities. Mindfulness was something that I was very into. And I have to say with my coaching background, I had learned a lot of techniques that I was using to help other people. So now it was a time to use them for myself. And I started doing this, Diana, every single day. I'd wake up and I'd go through this ritual of doing my prayer, of doing my mindfulness, of doing affirmations, practicing gratitude. I had a gratitude journal. Oh, and something started happening about three months later into this practice. Although I was still battling breast cancer, I was going through treatment, I realized that all of a sudden I wasn't afraid anymore. It's as if I felt like I had complete control of this disease. And I like to say that although I still had breast cancer, but breast cancer no longer had me. Oh, that was powerful. Yes, I felt really in control. I felt powerful. And I was at a place where I was completely surrendered. I trusted in the unknown. And my unknown is really God. So I trusted and surrendered. And I said, God, may your will be done. I don't know why this is happening to me, but I trust that whatever that lies ahead, it's going to be okay. I love that you said that. So then let's move from that moment. Take us to now. What, what was the lesson that that brought to you? And how are you reaping the um, the fruit of that pain. Absolutely. Number of lessons along that journey, I've got to tell you. But the one that stands out the most is the importance of having faith. Because faith has changed my life completely. It's, it's turned me into someone who just loves to live life, someone who's living fully. And the only thing that has changed is my mindset. That's all. You know, being able to live in faith means getting rid of worries, no more anxieties, no more allowing fears to hold us back. It's living in freedom. And, and let me ask you something, because this is kind of like, I think I'm thinking I'm, I'm, as, I, as you say that is like, has that truly disappeared? Meaning like, do you still experience fear? Did that give you tools? Like, is that really true that fear disappears or is it, how has been your experience with that? Absolutely. I have to tell you that I had a number of fears that were not associated with my experience that have gone away as a result because of the work that I did to overcome my fears. For example, I used to have a fear of flying. I have no fear of flying and I could go on and on. So I believe when you do the work, it affects every area of your life. But what has changed for me now is that, sure, I still experience certain fears, but what has changed is I no longer allow them to hold me back. I love that. I, because that is part of, I think that that's part of the, the lesson. It's like, it's not to, to me, at least the way that I see it is, sometimes we feel like we get rid of fear and it's, 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 it's kind of like we, in my experience, we get to master um, levels of fear, like, mm -hmm. oh, I experienced it, but now I rec now I'm conscious about it. Now, That's like, it. we get to be like, okay, where is this coming from? It's like we get to auto um, check with ourselves, yes. right? Does you experience the same absolutely thing? yes? Because not all fears are bad. Yes. You know, when you think of, for example, if we were approached by a lion and we have this fear, this is exactly what we need to kick off that fight of. What is it? Fight or flight? You know. Um, How are we? Pain. Yeah, like it's it, there's a healthy 
Dosage. Healthy, that's a healthy yeah. fear. So we're talking about the debilitating fears, the one that holds us from being all that God created us to be because we have that perception. And you know, the, the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. Nice. So it's this perception that we have that's not a reality. So if we are able to move past it and realize that it's nothing but a perception and we're able to switch our mindset around it and not allow it to hold us back, now we can move on to really live the life that we were meant to live. Which I love that you say that because now I feel like you're using that to empower other women. Tell me about that. How are you using all of this juicy insights from your breakdown to this breakthrough to infuse women with like this new empowering awakening of their um their existence absolutely so the first thing that i do is i love to teach from experience so i teach the lessons that i've i've personally learned along the way right and that's why this became a passion of mine because of this journey that i was able to go through really from fear to faith and i decided wow how many women are also living in fear and allowing it to hold them back. You know, there's a saying that the most successful place in the world is the cemetery because that's where unlived dreams lie. Why most of the time we don't go out and live the life that we want because we're so afraid of what people will think, of being criticized, of failure, and all these other fears that we give power to. So my work is to empower women to take their power back and say, I'm not going to allow fear or any of my life circumstances to hold me back. So we develop confidence, we develop the resilience that we need, we develop courage. These are the skills that help you overcome setbacks and traumas, because those will happen. This is life, right? But if we can learn the skills that's going to help us overcome these setbacks and these roadblocks, then we're able to continue the journey so we can get to our highest, highest potential. Which sets me up to the next logical question, which is, in your opinion, what is your personal, personal definition of leadership? My personal definition of leadership is really the ability to not only empower ourselves, but to empower others to be the best that they can be. Oof, that Period. was powerful. And then the next question after that, which I love, is what mentors, what books, what rituals do you nourish yourself to keep your tank full, to keep nourishing your soul? First and foremost, I reach out to my Heavenly Father. This is the person who created me, God, and the reason why I'm here today. And I make no apologies about it. You know, every single day I'm grateful, you know, for everything that God has done for me. But the one person that I really consider as a mentor, although she's never met me, is Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> <laughs> I have been following her for well over 30-something years. And... You know, her journey was very similar to mine. See, I'm originally from the highland of Haiti, and I moved to the United States as a teenager and, and dealt with a lot of, you know, challenges and obstacles. I didn't speak English. There were a lot. But looking at her journey as this little girl from Mississippi to becoming this huge mogul around the world, 
is an example that anything is possible and it doesn't matter where you come from. What matters is where you decide to want to go, where you want to go with your life. So I have been following this woman and use her as an example, not just for me, but also for the women that I mentor and my own children as an example that, hey, if she can do it, so can you. Your journey may not be the same as hers, but the fact remains that you can start with nothing. We're all born with nothing, and it's what we make out of it is what matters. So I really um, look up to her and look forward to meeting her one day. I know it will happen. I'm declaring it. <laughs> but she's really been a big, big influence. One of the, I would say, um, public figures that I've really uh, have a lot of you. respect for beautiful. and really have learned a lot from. Oh my God, that's beautiful. So Marlene, where can people find you? Where can all these women who might be saying, I see myself in you, how can I get, how can I, how can I get in touch with you? Where can they find you? Well, one of the things that I do really is I do these weekend retreats for women. So <clears throat> every three months I have a weekend retreat where I take a small group of women together. It's a very intimate, very safe space and we do the work in three days. We do work that's transformational to help them not just have the self-awareness of what's holding them back, but also identify the skills that they will need to work on to develop so that they can get these out, out of their way so they can flourish. So it's very easy to get a hold of me. I, my website is marilynrusso.com, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N-R-O-U-S-S-E-A-U. Dot com. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. So if anyone wants to, you know, reach out, I'd love to. We can chat. Just send me a little DM and uh, we'll figure out Let's a good the, time to meet. Let's get party started. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for your vulnerability, for sharing with us your journey. I think that it's important for other people that may be going through hard times to explore a little bit deeper, what is that journey trying to teach him? And I think that you are a great example of that. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> and for all of you who might have a story to share with the world that want to make a bigger impact, want to reach more people through the power of video, I'm going to ask you to visit us at fourproductions.com and I'll see you in the next one.